Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Welcome to Drinking Bros, presented by GhostBed.com. Sit back, relax, and grab a fucking drink. Yeah, welcome to Drinking Bros, kids. Uh, Here we are in the old Wednesday show. My God, Uh, pre-recording this one a day in advance because we don't know... What's going to happen with that hurricane, D'Anthony? I don't even know the name of it. Is it uh, Idalia? It's something stupid, yeah. Yeah. I don't know the name of this thing. I don't, th- I don't, I, again, I don't understand the, the purpose of naming them human names. Just give it a number. Uh, I think a number, it gets too high at one point, right? Where, what is this, Hurricane 1029? No, you start over every year. You think so? Just go yeah. one through ten. Yeah, it's twenty twenty three oh one. That is twenty twenty three oh two. What the fuck are we doing? That here? is in effect how they do it because it goes A B C D. Like every hurricane throughout the season yeah, starts. Twenty six right. letters in twelve months, brother. Yeah, right. and then they, don't and try then they to fucking over. wedge this. No, in. I'm saying you're you're telling them to do. I agree with you. I'm saying it doesn't really matter because they do the same thing. They just want to slap some name on it instead. But they do one, two, three, four. They just do it with letters. I don't think I've ever had a sweet hurricane named after me, and I'm I'm kind of pissed off about or it. Or they should let people vote on the name. Yeah, Bodie McBoatface would probably be in the lead <laughs> on that one. The twelfth hurricane Hitler of the year is yeah, hitting exactly. the Florida coast. Exactly, dude. Because it, with this yeah. shit, you watch all of it. Everybody's <clears throat> kind of fighting for coverage here. I mean, there somebody's calling this a once in a lifetime event here. It's like it. It's not. No. Uh, it's I D A L I A. So. Idalia. Idalia. It's probably somebody's fucking grandma. Like these dudes just name it. Like they just pull it out of a hat and sometimes they're like, oh, it'll be fun to do this one after my grandma. Maybe. Like really, they do. They have done that before. You think the hurricane's handing out Werther's to to children before it's, uh, before we get the storm surge coming in of 12 feet, here's some Werther's for you and all your your children. I heard the uh, hurricanes were grooming the children. It could be. You never know. They do get handsy, these oh, hurricanes. No. Uh, they'll get all over you. But uh, we are recording a day in advance because we don't, we don't know what's going to happen. Uh, we, we, we may or may not be on a flight right now. Who fucking knows? Either way, we're going to give you a show today, kids. Let's do a fucking show. Uh, this Muslim call to prayer thing in New York City is fucking insane to me. Um, now, obviously, you heard this overseas God knows how many times. Every day. Every day. For how many times a day? Um, I mean, I guess it depends on where you are in the city, but definitely the uh, morning and, and evening call to prayer at least twice a day. Does it freak you out? Like, no, do it's you... just annoying as shit. Yeah. Like some dude bellowing over a shitty microphone down the street about some bullshit that doesn't exist. It's kind of annoying, yeah, when I'm trying to take a nap. Over and over and over again, right? But, you know, it's mixed in between mortar rounds impacting our building, so. Okay. I guess it breaks up the monotony a little bit. Like, oh, here's this fucking Gaylord singing about fucking goats again. Yeah. Sweet. Here we go. 
didn't have a translator. Yeah. But I assume that's what he was talking about. No need for one. No need for one. Uh, yeah, but the Muslim call to prayer will ring out more freely in New York City uh, under guidelines announced Tuesday by Merrick, uh, Mayor Eric Adams. Oh, and he said it, it should foster a spirit of inclusivity. I mean, what the fuck are we doing now? Oh, yeah, point? there's nothing that makes you feel more inclusive in a major city than hearing Allah Akbar screamed over a fucking loudspeaker. That makes everybody's buttholes loose and not real nice. Especially in New York City, where there was a little event called 9-11. And it's like, oh, yeah, let's, pop, let's pump that through the fucking streets and see what happens. Here's his exact, exact statement, by the way. For too long... There has been a feeling that our communities were not allowed to amplify their calls to prayer. Today, we are cutting the red tape and saying clearly that mosques and houses of worship are free to amplify their call to prayer uh, on Fridays and during Ramadan without a permit necessary. It sounds a lot like I'm going to start a new church in New York. That's what this really sounds like. That, that's what I thought. Could yeah. you not do that and just call out your own uh, call to prayer like over a, a megaphone if yeah. you wanted to? Yeah. yeah. My call to prayer is like going to be pretty rough. Is it? Oh, yeah. What are you starting with? Uh, probably 35 consecutive minutes of racial slurs, if I had to guess. Right? 35 is just a round number. It could be 33. It could be 37. What race do you start with? It just doesn't matter. Okay. How, whoever you I'm, know that song. Probably whomever I ran into in traffic that day. So probably Pakistanis, I guess. They were driving most of the cabs in New York right now. Okay. Or actually, there's a lot of Nigerian and Somalian people driving cabs there now, too. Yeah. Right, we need to get a fucking tally of who's in the lead, actually. I don't know that answer. I mean, shit, living there all these years, it's tough, man. It's gone back and forth. It, I feel like it started off Pakistani, mm. and then it went, it went more Somalian as the yeah. years went on. D.C. is almost entirely Somalian, and Somalia, Eritrean, and then Nigerian as well for some reason. But, uh, yeah, it's almost entirely that now, which is nice because you always know you're getting – they're more mostly polite and affable people, mm-hmm. but you also know that your jokes aren't going to land at all. None of them. You know what I mean? So you, it's like – Talk about the weather or something, uh, and then just you know go back to your phone. I guess. What I can't figure out is why they're always on the goddamn phone. Every Uber, oh, I'm that's in, their telemarketing job. Cab, everything. Is it really? Oh yeah. Or they're telemarketing. Not just talking to families. Telemarketing or help desk. Jesus it's one of the two. Christ, yeah, yeah. Man. Oh yeah. Every single time, I'm like, hey man, will you just get off the phone and just shut the fuck up? They're hustling, man. I I respect that. I don't because I I I've got to hear their whole goddamn conversation wherever I'm going next. Do you that's should not just in the language you why, understand. Yeah. Why don't you just work a shift? Me? That's what I feel it's, like. Like, you hey, dude, it, I could drive the fucking car no, for no, no, you. No, 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 not drive the car. You, it's like cash cab. You get in the cab, and then you start fucking answering questions. You're doing tech support for somebody. Somebody goes to Apple.com, like, hey, my shit's fucked up, and it goes to uh, Habib or whatever the fuck his name is, and he outsources it back to the white guy in the back of his car. Because this is America. I don't hate this. But what I'd really like to do is say, hey, how about I trade you? I'll drive your Honda Accord. If you sit in the back and just shut the fuck up and not be on the phone for 40 minutes. Now, that's an app. That would be great. It's, you get an Uber drive feature where like you call the Uber and then he gets in the back seat and you get to drive yourself there. Yeah. It's like, hey, dude, are you going to talk the entire time to a well, relative no, he, he's overseas? Still gonna, he's still going to talk in the back seat, but you just get to drive now. Yeah. Or are you going to shut the fuck up? Like, that's what I want. Ross, these are ride sharing apps. We don't like to think of them as employees. All of them. I, I want to go back to just old school, dirty ass cabs where you can shut the window and not hear these fuckers. Uh, you I'm can all shut good. the window in a cab? I, yeah, yeah. That was the that was the thing back in the day in New York City where you could just shut. There was a tiny window right in the middle 
You could just shut it and not hear them. If you wanted to give them instructions, you open it and boom, shut the fuck up. It was great. Uh, now, if you got into an accident or whatever, your, your face is going to smash, smash against that uh, plexiglass. Oh, yeah. What if there was just a mute button in the back of the cab? Be awesome. Like, and it literally muted their voice. They couldn't speak if they wanted to. It, it would be awesome. And uh, then you like say, hey, yell for like five straight minutes and you just press it over and over. Ah, just like that. Or if there was a mute button in real life, which I guess they're kind of creating right now um, because you have the cab drivers who won't shut the fuck up to whoever their relatives are for an entire drive. And it's just monotonous conversations about the day and whatever the fuck's going on over there. It's like, it's the same thing. They're, they're leading the camel to, to water mm. and I don't need to hear any of that. Or it's like black people mm. in an airport always on FaceTime where you're like, man, there's fucking 30,000 people here. I don't need to be a part of your conversation. I don't need yeah. to hear it. But now they're building these boxes. Um, Austin's got one of them where you oh, can yeah, go yeah, in. Yeah. It's like a isolation box. Yeah. Or something. What do they call it? Giorgio? I think it's called an isolation box. I don't think they would use or the word isolation. free zone or something like that. But you go in there, you pay a fee, and uh, you swipe your card. You shut the door behind you, and then it frosts up, mm. and they can only see your legs. Yeah, imagine, uh, like... This is where we are in human society now, that you'll pay a premium to not have to talk to people. It's not that. That's exactly what it is. No. Yeah, it is. I, I think there's a time and a place. Like, if somebody's on the corner in the phone and they're being polite and discreet with whoever they're, they're talking to, fine. FaceTime, to me, out in public, is so obtrusive it's where you're rude, just like, yeah. God But damn that's it, not man. what people are doing in those booths. They're not on FaceTime. They're fucking just typing, Working. listening. To, they, you could do that in the fucking floor, dude. What yeah. are you doing? Yeah, yeah. Get out of there. Somebody needs to lactate now. <laughs> no, there's a the lactation booth is right next to it. Well, that's where I go. I caught the beach in one of those once. There's a titty booth right there. Yeah, I was going to say, can you rent that out and just get blown in there? I think they add, need to add another door. So one was... is for people who lactate. The other one is for people who are looking for people who lactate. Mm -hmm. and you just meet in the middle, like a yep. kissing booth, except for it's a titty and i'm thirsty yeah yeah uh Whatever. i've had sex in that airport in austin airport yeah so i was uh on a delayed flight coming back from vegas and i'm just like laying down sleeping in my bag like a normal person does and my pants were obviously unzipped like they always are because i'm trash and i wake up to find this woman taking a picture of me and really I, yeah and then i end up like asking her like what's up and talking to her about it and she said she was just like sending her to a group chat of friends and then we went to uh, that lactation booth. No fucking way. Did you do uh, anal or what happened? No, I just, I just blowjob only. Mm. She really, I, I kept trying, but she said no. No, I, a blowjob in an airport is not going to work on me. I mean, I didn't come. Yeah, that's pointless. I'm not just going to have blue balls all day. No, me and my wife went to, uh, it was a transgender bathroom there. Um, it's right behind. Uh, Roomy. Yeah. Uh, Love those. And it's. I mean, fucking spacious in there. We were, I was leaving. She was coming back from, from her thing. And I was just like, Hey dude, let's, let's just hit it. And it was fine. Were you not even traveling together? You got one of those. We weren't, like, meet, we weren't meet, traveling meet together. Your kid like passes that let you go through security kind of thing. Yeah, No, no, it was neither. Um, we weren't traveling together. I was coming back from a, a long thing, uh, in Nashville and, uh, she was getting ready to, to go see a family member. And, uh, yeah, we just met in that bathroom and it was a, it was a nice moment, and then the janitor came afterwards, and I was like, "Well, we're already done, and, and it's Wait. for everybody in here, so who cares?" When you say came, mm -hmm. uh, the janitor was like, "What in the corner of the bathroom watching?" No, and I, you have to stay there until he finishes too. Yeah, yeah. I, and because I, I would, I would have respected that. Yeah, but, that's uh, the. Rule. I mean, he's going to tell caught, you unless he finishes. If you yeah. get, yeah, if you get caught banging in public and somebody's pounding off to it, you can't stop until they stop. 
But if you go back there... Because you're basically getting cucked at that point. You are, but if you go back there, it's so far back. You know the one I'm talking about, Giorgio. It's behind all those restaurants. There's a pizza place. Forget the name you of the pizza. You act like I haven't jerked off in it before. I'm sure you have. Um, but it is it is very delayed, spacious. Delayed flight, trying and, to go to Miami. And it's great. And that's what they did with the, the whole gender neutral thing, where they had to make it so big that it's like, oh, everybody can go in there. It was like, all right, great. Yeah, which, gender, in there. which gender is six foot eight and 400 fucking pounds? I don't know. Me and Lizzo is not a gender. That's no. just being a fat piece I mean, they of just, shit. they just rebranded the old childcare bathrooms. The yes. uh, family. Yep. Yeah, the restroom, changing, yeah, the changing restroom. They, but they changed the word family to gender neutral. Well, Olive Garden trademarked it, so. Did they? I think so. They should have. That and Fast and Furious. Well, they pay rights to Olive Garden. All, all of it. Look, that if, if we're talking about the great American family, we should all go there for dinner, and then we should all go to see Fast and Furious. I also want to say never once have you taken us to a company dinner at Olive Garden. You're kidding. You weren't there in Wilmington? I was. You never took us. Uh, no, that was before. That was when the book came. Uh, yeah, it was when the, the book. Yeah. yeah, we that took was, everybody to Olive Garden. It was like was, 24 people. It was before he was there. It was fun. Did you eat anything that night? Uh, no, I, I think I got like a fucking, um, God, what was it? Some, just a chicken breast. That's a, right. A grilled chicken breast and some bacon or some shit. I don't remember. <laughs> but no, I would never eat at a fucking shithole like Olive Garden. It is great. You are, you are a foolish man, dude. No, they, I mean, literally, if you go in the back of that place, they're just removing TV dinners from the fucking microwavable tray and putting sure them on the plates. That's exactly what's happening. I work now. there. It is all fresh. It's not one it thing is, is fresh. Very delightful. Not one thing. Not even the water is fresh. Uh, it's in a non-potable water bin out back, and they bring it in and fucking change the label on it. It's fucking disgusting. It depends on where you're at, but uh, the Olive Garden, uh, I'll go to the mat for. I'd have it tonight, dude, if it was, if it was near here. Uh, I'd get that salad and breadsticks tonight if There I could. won't be an Olive Garden near here as long as I have anything to say about it. I think they're all, uh, all of those restaurants are kind of going out of business. Mm-hmm. You know, behind the scenes, they've said, uh, I guess, this generation that's coming up, doesn't go to dinners and things like that. They don't go to like Applebee's and chain chain restaurants and all. I mean, they're sure shit not going to shitty restaurants. Yeah, I don't, they're not going anywhere. They drink craft beer and they fucking go to nice restaurants. They're not going anywhere up here where we're at, dude. There's no like nice restaurants left. The ones that were here left because nobody was really going to them anymore. Up where? Uh, up by here, dr- up in Dripping Springs. Oh here. no, they they left because of the construction. I don't think they left because there's no demand for it. I, there was one, so I asked some of our neighbors. I was like, hey, what happened to this one joint or whatever? They were like, eh, n- nobody's going in there. There's a couple other places that were like that, too. I just don't know if this is the generation anymore or if people just like to actually cook more often. Because no, like, whenever I go to your house, not. we cook. It's mm. literally just you know people with money out in that area. They don't have good taste, man. Terrible taste. Like It's when, strange, right? I, that could be it. Well, you are pining to get a fucking Olive Garden added out there. So that, I, I'm no, no, I will take a nice sushi restaurant o- over an Olive Garden any day. There's a nice sushi restaurant not too far from here. Where is it? What's the name the of it? The one that you, me, and Jared went to. It's like fucking 15 minutes from here. Oh, that oyster joint. Yeah. I didn't know they had sushi there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's really good. I'll peep it, dude. Um, yeah, should we eat oysters there last time? They were good. The oysters are good. The sushi's good. The steak is good. Everything. It is. And the, and the cocktails were good as well. I can't remember the name of the fucking place. Me neither, dude, for the life of me. Mm-hmm. Every time Jared comes in, he, he was, wants to go there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's, that's kind of about it that's out here. And I wonder what's going to happen with all this shit. Because like, I don't know that Applebee's and Olive Garden and all that other stuff will exist in mm-hmm. like 10 years. No. 
Maybe not. I don't know. I mean, they're all owned by the same food company, right? I think it's Darden, yeah. Mm. Darden owns all of it. Uh, Tyler Darden, I think, is the CEO of that company. I wonder, though. Uh, but also, like, with the, the, the home food delivery services, like like uh, HelloFresh, right? Like, we get that, I don't know, we eat it four nights a week at our house. I know they're a sponsor on the show, but it, it's true. We, we really eat it in real life. It is pretty quick to make, and it's 15 minutes, and boom. You know, shit's gotten so expensive out there. I think that's part of it, too. With the inflation. Yeah, I mean, it's expensive and uh, time is a premium as well, I would imagine. So it solves two of those problems. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But the weird places that are doing well, which I'm shocked by, I don't. Did you go to the one in Austin where it's only eight people that are allowed in? It's a sushi joint? Yeah. yeah you I mean, did. Sushi yeah. bar ATX. Yeah. Me, me How and, was it? It was great. Jared didn't like it because the guy kept interrupting our conversation to describe the fucking crazy ass <laughs> food they were giving to us. Uh, but me, Jared, Dan Cummins, Mike Ritland, Richard Ryan, a couple of people went. Uh, Shauna, you remember Shauna? Oh, yeah. Black Rifle. Yeah, yeah, we yeah, all yeah. went to it. It was great. The food is incredible, obviously. Is it? Yeah. Okay, cool. Because they just. Well, that's why it cost us $4,000, literally. Shut the fuck I mean, up. It's, if it's, you it's, include if you... the booze and the food, for I think we had 10 people, it was four grand. If you want to go, it's All like right, 150 for the mm-hmm. small for the small omakase, and I think it's like 280 for the mm-hmm. full omakase. Well, the reason I bring it up is apparently it's super successful. Yeah, they, I mean it was successful before they came here. They had one in Miami and one in LA before they did the Austin one, and the Austin one was originally just a pop up shop. It wasn't yeah. even supposed to stay here. Now there's like three of them. Yeah, there's but like the, three doing the exact same. I was going to say, but it's not the exact same thing. It's like. The premise is the same, but the food's going to be different in all three locations because they're getting fish from different places. They're doing different shit. I mean, to the it. premise is as old as Japan. Well, the, no. the, the so the new one is Italian food. It, Bob, look up this place in uh, in Austin. Apparently, it's the same type of deal where it's like eight to ten people. It holds. You have to make a reservation, but they make it fresh in front yeah, of you amazing. and kind of lay out the noodles. And I shit. wouldn't. I wouldn't pay for that. Really? I do that shit at my house. Why the fuck am I going to pay somebody to do that? Maybe he's from Italy, dude. All right, so one of the most, or the nice dining the experiences flower I use Dan has taken me to, we had tableside mots one time, and I'm saying it blows tableside guacamole out the water. You're what what to, is that exactly? The place in Vegas? Yeah. Uh, I'll remember. I've got to look it up. Son of a bitch. Well, what's That's, tableside mots exactly? They, they bring mozzarella. In, they make the mozzarella beside you. They're pouring the hot water yeah. in. They're stretching. No fucking so way. It's a shot's dope. Yeah, me, him, and Lauren, and, and some, one of my buddies from, uh, from the Army went. Um, it's a charcuterie board, and they make tableside mozzarella just fresh. Buffalo mozzarella. What the fuck's the name of that place? I'm in. Uh, hold on. I'll tell you. That's dope, dude. Yeah, it was, it was almost. And I like more of these things. Like, if you have the money and you have a group of friends that want to take out the whole thing, that's amazing. Or if you just go with a date, you're probably going to find some like-minded people that you could chum it up with. Yeah, so I, Jesse was asking it to, to go for the anniversary, and I was like, cool. I, I didn't know that that existed here, um, but uh, some of our neighbors went uh, I think for their birthday it's, the other night, and it was the same thing. And there's a bunch of new uh, pop up speakeasies too that are hard to get into. You got like find the right book and stuff. So I went to one the other night uh, for drinks, and it used to be because you know I shit I shot that my first film here a long time ago. Fuck, it was 2000. Jeez, Jesus Christ, 23 years ago. Um, but with that, uh, it used to be an old Jack Shack. I'm not kidding. Where you would go in and get jacked off by... Yeah, uh, that's the one, uh, Midnight Cowboy. Yes. Yeah, I love that one. So, like, dude, you go in, and I was like, wait a minute. And they tell you that it used to be a jack shack that gave you the whole breakdown? Well, he didn't tell me that it was a jack shack, so I heard from a friend at the time that's, you know... It was a Jack Shack, and I had friends who have been there, but... uh, That's what I'm saying, it's... When I walked in, I was like, oh, shit, like, the the massage tables are right along this uh, right wall here. 
I was pretty shocked by that. And then they'll be like, it stayed operational until the 90s. And we're like, what? Sure did. <laughs> what? Giorgio, it sure did. And uh, there was about three beds in there on the side. So that story that guy told is legit, by the 100% way. 100% true? Yes, it great, was 100% true. Great cocktails. The place is called Absinthe. Uh, yeah. In Las Vegas. It's uh, in... I think it's in Caesar's Palace, or and they have some, they have like great know. shows during the mm. uh, during the dinner too. Like people get on. They have and... shows. I don't. I wouldn't say they're great. Fair. I mean, it's, fair. they're it, mid plus. It, it's it's no no no. It is just white hipster mariachi. That's all it is. What were you hoping for there? Uh, well, one girl did. I think have her titties out at one point, which was fine. Okay, that part was fine. But the rest is his dudes dancing around, throwing cups up in the air. I'm like, I don't give a shit yeah. about this yeah. i felt the same way about them i felt i feel about mariachi singers which is to say uh hatred yeah get the fuck out of my face mm-hmm. uh but georgia that place uh had a red light outside so people could would know that it was like an amsterdam type of sitch there and uh and you can go in and get jacked off there. i'm still trying and to find this restaurant you're talking about is it's it- a really nice bar yeah, Uncle, so it's it's Uncle an, Nicky's? And no, it's an Italian joint and uh yeah, it serves like, I don't know, eight to ten people and then they do the whole thing and then they bring it out for you and everything else. But I'll I'll grab the name of it when I get home. Uh Jesse wants to go there, so I think we'll do that for the old anniversary coming up here in uh in about a month and a half. Uh so we'll do that. But I think the rest of these places will end up being nuked off eventually. Um like the Ruby Tuesdays. I think there's fud, fud ruckers and all that shit is gone, right? It yeah, for the most be. part. It's terrible. No, it, it wasn't great. Like any place you have to go and make your own burger. No, fud ruckers is dope because they have a cauldron of nacho cheese, and you can take as much as you want. That's, yeah, that's the true. only thing that I liked from there. That's the only. That's the whole point of the restaurant, though. That's eh. like saying the only thing you like about a car is how fast it goes. Doesn't make any sense. I didn't like the fucking meat there. They're, actually, the burgers great. are pretty good, and the buns really? are really good too. Yeah, I didn't like it. I yeah. mean, it's better. It's better than a Roy Rogers. It's better than like an A and W kind of burger. Like yeah. honestly, it's probably almost as good as a Five Guys. But the fact that you get all that cheese in that big salad bar, mm-hmm. gross. No. I dunked the whole fucking burger in the cheese. I used to dunk when it. I was a kid. The yeah, whole for thing. Sure. My hands are just dripping down my hands, dripping down my fucking face. Big business deal <laughs> out of Fuddruckers. I'm sorry, what? And by big business deal, I mean I sold a deck of Magic the Gathering cards there to another mm. human being that I met. Oh, sure, yeah. sure. How much did that rake in? 1800 There you go. Did you guys celebrate? Wor- worth it. With a worth fucking, it. with a half pound burger. And we cheersed over some suicide drinks. They have like a third, a, a quarter, a third, and a half pound burger, I think, is the only thing on the menu there, right? And then wedge fries. I think so. I think so. The, the, one of the, the shittiest places we celebrated at was uh, a Sizzler in L.A., and I hadn't had Sizzler since I was a kid. And, and you go in there, and it was the popcorn shrimp. Mm-hmm. I were just dunked in that fucking oil, shitting through a screen door right after that. Man. Yeah, Sizzler steaks, I don't know how they even cut them that then. It's like they, <laughs> they buy steaks from the fucking place and then cut them in, into thirds or something. Yeah. It's, a, it's the skinniest steak I've ever seen. It's very weird. I don't, I don't know about that. Outback can still live for me. I, like, I still fuck with Outback. Outback in Texas, Roadhouse. They both use like grade A meat, not even prime. They use meat that would go into a grind otherwise for most <laughs> butcher shops. It would just go into the fucking ground beef pile. But for some reason, I feel better because it's Australian themed. I don't fuck with Texas Roadhouse. Well, but I've I, got, I fuck with Outback Steakhouse. I've got Australian Wagyu at my house right now if you'd like to try some real Australian. Do you really? Beef. Yeah. Yeah, I'm down. 
It's I'm very down good. for sure. But do you do a blooming onion? You know, that's what uh, you need to ask no, yourself. No, because I'm not a fat retard. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me that's not the greatest goddamn thing on the face of the earth. Though. No, it's gross. No, it's <sighs> fucking fantastic. It's the best. It, it's it's, it's, the best. A, it's a fried onion. Like, there's no way to do that super high end. So no. just eat the fucking. Georgia, why did you so take good, an aggressive dude. bite out of your sandwich right then? What was that? Yeah, what was that? Hungry boy. You are a hungry boy. I don't think I've ever seen a hungrier boy than you. It's a very nice grilled chicken sandwich from a place in Belterra with bacon. Mm. You can give it a shout out if you want. Chick-fil-A. Mighty fine. I actually had it last night. I thought it was pretty mid. Yeah, I'm not not that big on mighty fine either. Their hot dogs are cool, uh, but that's about it over there. I slice them in half, uh, grill them up, and then grill the buns, which is nice. They take their time with it. We need need some, like... um, Georgia, you know about this too. I don't know about you other two dicks. Um, I don't know if they were in Missouri or, or uh, Pennsylvania, but these diners that like a greasy spoon diner, they're all over the southeast. We eat like chili dogs with onions, mm-hmm. fucking whatever, right? That kind of stuff. Yeah, chicken strips. Uh, although the Greek people called it calabash chicken, I think. Um, that restaurant doesn't exist anymore, and I feel like that food was pretty good. It was. I think the margins are too low. I think that's, what happened. that's what happened into all these places. Yeah. How is that possible? And yeah. your staff is like works for like a dollar an hour and cool. I don't. It, that's the that's the other problem is man they don't have those jobs anymore. You go to fucking Chick Fil A up the streets thirty dollars an hour. Yeah, but the varsity's been expanding rapidly. Uh, in Atlanta, yeah, there's like a there's like six of them now. Aren't is there? there really? I think so. I haven't been home in a while. There's I'm, the I'm main one home. that looks like the cafeteria still, but there's like a couple of pop ups around the city now. Honestly, if you're a high school senior right now, do not go to college. Go directly to Chick Fil A or UPS. Yeah. Uh, they get the best fucking workers there, man. Um, I will say that when you start paying people and giving them health insurance and everything, they're great. Uh, but I think most of those places will go extinct. They just don't have the manpower anymore. Nobody wants those fucking jobs. They're not paying dick. You're not getting big tips off of it. The food's too cheap. You know, so if you're adding 18, 20% on top of the bill, mm. the waiters and waitresses aren't making enough. Well, that's and you fine. Can't earn a living. This is how uh, fucking economies work. People, there's no demand for that anymore. So those restaurants are going away, but there's a higher demand for meat. And now we're going to hire a bunch of fucking drivers. By the way, being a driver, delivery, mail, or uh, long haul trucker is the. Uh, uh, number one paying job for men without a college degree, right? Oh, yeah. So it's, it's good that it's happening this way. Yeah, there's, this is the way that it was supposed to happen. There's, uh, there's a lot of great jobs open for that, uh, especially if you're good at it. Um, but I wonder how the rest of these joints are going to stay. Like, did that, was that DoorDash right there, Giorgio? What was that? Uh, no, unfortunately, it was Postmates. It was Postmates, okay. Um, do you think those places will stay open? Um, it's, it's just moving. Like I, it's the same thing with Uber and all these other apps. Like it's, it's user base. Stock price continue to grow. Utilizing things like ghost kitchens, pushing like realistic brick-and-mortar restaurants out of business because they just make it all in one big warehouse. And they're fake on- online-only restaurants. Uh, it's pretty miserable. I hate doing it, but I haven't eaten yet today, so... Okay, I, I understand it. And here's why I bring this up. Um, you obviously know Mr. Beast. Uh, was he price probably the second biggest YouTuber there is um, behind I'm, PewDiePie? I, I think right. No, Mr. Beast smashed PewDiePie a long time ago. There's not. Oh, a, he's so there, he's, there's he's not number an, one. There's not an influence. There's not a media personality even remotely in the realm of Jimmy. 
Jimmy dwarfs absolutely everyone, like by a factor of probably 10. Okay. So with that, um, do you know with the Mr. Beast Burgers, we had him on the show I mean, what, he was has three a, years ago. He has more than just Mr. Beast Burgers. No, he but the, like the, re- the reason why I'm bringing up the burgers specifically is, uh, say so he's getting sued by that company right now. Um, and the reason why he's being sued is because they are all these ghost kitchens and you can't. <laughs> QC the product mm-hmm. because you don't know what somebody's making from kitchen to kitchen to kitchen. And uh, my kids love Mr. Beast. We've ordered them, I don't know, three or four times. One out of four was really good. I don't know where the other kitchens were or where we were at at the time, but they were shitty. And, uh, and Mr. Beast said, hey, dude, I'd like to get out of this because the quality is not great at all of these ghost restaurants mm-hmm. or whatever. The ghost restaurants, uh, you can look this up, Giorgio, um, is suing him for a hundred million dollars right now because they had a deal he doesn't want to promote the ghost kitchens and all this other shit that's the danger of all of this stuff is the quality is going to get it it's going to keep getting worse and worse and worse no they just staff it with freaking factory workers that's why like you don't you're not staffing with anyone with any culinary knowledge ever and there's no oversight and there's no management you literally see one going out by the every time we go to the airport and has a cute little ghost icon on it like Mm -hmm. But that's what's going to happen. Theoretically, these like the I, the concept isn't too bad if you're like really trying to push delivery food to people and like you're saving money and saving time. I don't hate it. I don't hate like individual companies going and setting up like a shop there. Say if Chick Fil A wanted to instill like a Chick Fil A booth at a ghost kitchen and run it and manage it, I don't see really a problem with that. It, it's it's this big veil that's pulled over everything and staffed poorly with poor management and poor future site that's only cared about the stock price going up and the user base going up. And you don't really care what happens in the interim. Well, is that sandwich any good that you're eating? Yeah, it's it's great. It's a huge half a chicken breast. Is it a is it a ghost kitchen or no? No, it's literally just a, your local place. You guys have okay, been there. Great. You just talked about it. Okay, great. So, but but with that, I, everything that I've had from a fucking ghost kitchen, it's been real hit and miss. I mean, it's twenty percent of the time it's good. The other eighty, it sucks. And I don't think you'll ever be able to pay these people enough to QC them. I don't think uh, companies will ever come in and staff them, train them with their own people and all that other shit. So, you think I think of like Domino's, like the most innovative tech company out there right now. They're trying to have you cook the pizza in the delivery vehicle. Like Their machines run themselves. Like the pizza just shoots out dough, shoots out the toppings. Like So is that true? They're going to they're gonna make it cook in the car? They've been doing that. They started with the warmers. They're, that's the eventual plan is to have an automated machine drive around and maybe a dude just sit in it, take the pizza out and deliver it. You'd have to be out of your mind to put that in your body. A hundred percent out of your fucking mind to put that shit in your fucking body. Jesus Christ, man. That's Eat wild. real fucking food, man. That's wild, dude. If you imagine cooking it in the backseat of a car. Yeah. Just throw it on the fucking radiator <laughs> while you're at it. Asshole. This is I, I like how Giorgio stands up for it because this is what you eat every single day. Not by choice. It is. You're eating pizzas every single day. Every oh, single day. I eat pizza about once every two weeks from yeah. one restaurant. I don't know. And, yeah. they, and they make a good we're, we're in a food desert. Yeah, it is a bit shitty around here. But there's a great grocery store right up the street with fresh food and, you know, you need salads, all the things. We try to go to that. Wait, what happened? You didn't like H-E-B? No, we, we try to go when we have time. Yeah. Okay. Okay. 
Well, you know, you can just buy stuff on Monday and leave it in the refrigerator. Yeah, right dude. Because I just I see the I see a sandwich or a pizza delivered every single day. Speaking so of that, the know. cleaning lady left uh, tamales here a couple weeks ago, and I totally forgot about it. So there's probably old stinky tamales in that refrigerator. She brought them for us. Yeah, That's she always nice. brings me food. Yeah, so her oh, mom shit. her mom cooks and she brings it yeah, in. Yeah, I think there was a deer leg in there for about six months. That's a deer ask- that I killed, but it wasn't a deer leg. It was just scrap parts that i was going to put into a grind but i fucking forgot definitely want to keep my lettuce in that fridge uh yeah well i cleaned it dan then we got some sponsors that put this shit wagon on the air first and foremost ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros 50 percent off the bundle package still going still going strong dude life Death, taxes, and uh, the 50% off the bundle package. It's still there. I don't know how these guys are not a business yet. Not my fucking problem. Exploit them. Take advantage of it. Use it. Uh, I love the goddamn thing. I did not get it for 50% off. I can tell you that when I got that thing three or four years ago. I didn't. I think it was 30% off back in the day. Uh, times are tough out there for, for you pimps. And uh, they understand inflation. 50% off. They're leaving it, they said. We're going to leave it till the end of the year. So fuck. Fuck it, man. Take advantage of it. Do it. Uh, you get the adjustable base and the mattress combined together. The Split King is the most popular version over there. Two remote controls instead of one. Uh, when I when I always say on this show that it goes up, see, downsy, all roundsies, I mean that. So it goes up. It's got book mode, TV mode, uh, where the feet and the back come up and the neck. It's fucking awesome, dude. You can also uh, hit a button and make that thing vibrate from head to toe. It's got flashlights, USB ports on it. Uh, the flashlight is good if you take a piss in the middle of the night. Kind of looking around, you're like, all right, cool. Where's my fucking kid's toys, dude? Hit that flashlight. You'll know where you're going there. Uh, love the thing. I can't go back now. Uh, I've had it for many years. I promise you'll love it. Uh, Split King wasn't available when I had it. You can get that now, though, in case your uh, lava goes to sleep before or after you. It's nice. Now, if you already have an adjustable base and you just want a mattress or some sheets or pillows or maybe a mattress for an RV, you're getting 40% off with the promo code Drinking Bros at checkout over there. And uh, you can stock up that card as high as it'll go. 40% off. They're forced to give it to you. Uh, I used it. I got multiple sheets uh, for a rental property that I have. And uh, it's got a bunch of rooms. I fucking just murdered them. <coughs> I load up the whole goddamn store. 40% off, and then boom, when you check out, you're going to see a three-year pay-as-you-go program, no interest, as long as you have decent credit over there. You can combine all those deals, stretch it out over three years, really take advantage of these guys. Go to ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros. Today, get yourself a brand new uh, bedroom set. Next up, we got KershawKnives.com slash drinking bros. Kershaw's the best in the biz, kids. Uh, lucky to have them on this show. Everybody's got a Kershaw knife. If you don't, now's the time you can get one. No matter what someone's budget is, uh, they strive to offer them a value-packed product backed by a limited lifetime warranty uh, from a $20 Walmart special for someone just starting off all the way up to a $200 USA-made automatic, dude. Still is. Automatic still is. D'Anthony and I have these guys. Uh, look, take one with you everywhere you go. Uh, you're going to need it. I can promise you that. Or if you're uh, just outside of a, a Giants-Dodgers game, somebody got fucking shanked the other night, dude. Take a Kershaw knife. 
uh, out there with you. They're designed and tested, manufactured in the USA. They've been making knives in the USA since 1974. They got approximately uh, 400 staff in U.S. headquarters and factory. And uh, they're all designed, tested, manufactured in the good old U.S. of A. They also offer free replacement parts like a pocket clip or screws for free if you need them. All a customer needs to do is fill out a parts request form on the website and you're good to go. What you're going to do is use the code DB20 for 20% off at KershawKnives.com slash bros. Orders over $100 ship for free. Again, that is code DB20 for 20% off at KershawKnives.com slash bros. And orders over $100 ship for free. Last but not least here today, we got HelloFresh.com slash Bros 50 Hello. Love HelloFresh. I was talking about them earlier today. Uh, these guys are the best in the biz, man. It's America's number one meal kit for a reason here. If you're trying to get fresh ingredients and fresh food, uh, meats and veggies ship right to your house there. They got vegan options, all the things there. Uh, comes with a nice little recipe. You can make these in about 15 minutes. It's about 40% uh, cheaper than if you bought them in a grocery store. Uh, and when I'm talking fresh fruits and veggies, yes, I'm talking fucking uh, all the things, man. Onions, green peppers, anything you could possibly think. Zucchini they have. Uh, I eat them four nights a week, sometimes five, depending upon if we take the kids out on a Friday night. Uh, my wife makes them. Uh, that way, it's it's uh, not only cheaper than going to a grocery store, but you're still having a home-cooked meal there uh, that seems like you slaved away forever, but really, they just do it for you. Nice little ingredient card in the box. Um, and you can you can get a bunch of stuff there. You can get uh, snacks, sides, and more. Uh, they've got a HelloFresh market there that's uh, curated. Uh, so you can add up to 100 add-on items if you want to there. It's all pre-portioned ingredients, uh, so you can get cooking quick there. So with the pre-portioned ingredient side of it, uh, there's like a dinner for two or one or whatever you know your your option is when you check out there. So me and my wife have the dinner for two. Kids are still eating chicken nuggets and that bullshit, dude. Uh, but they're going to want this as they get older, and I can promise you your wallet is going to want it as well. So no matter what uh, your diet is uh, or if you're uh, you know, on keto or vegan or whatever, you're trying to lose weight, uh, they've got different options there uh, for you. And uh, again, it's all pre-portioned ingredients and seasonal recipes, uh, and it changes. So you're not getting the same meals every single week. Ours gets delivered every single Monday morning to the house, and it's got uh, you know the ice packets in it, so it's all fresh. Boom, pop it in the fridge, and you're good to go for the entire week. No need to go grocery shopping. Uh, so go to HelloFresh.com slash Bros 50 and use the code Bros 50 for 50% off plus free shipping. Again, that is HelloFresh.com slash Bros 50 and use code Bros 50 for 50% off plus free shipping. HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. Was it cleaned? Yeah. All right. I cleaned it myself. So, yes, it was clean. Okay. But that, there's a hole in the bottom of that fucking tray, too. That thing came out of my garage. I think it was probably the old man who lived there before me's game refrigerator. Um, but I cleaned it before I put anything in it, too. And we haven't quite got the hard a- a fridge up and running right now. So, most of the Oh, no, I just keep for. Uh, yeah, I got to clean the fucking 
what do you call it? Clean over the there. fucking grates, dude. The Let's grates, get this yeah. thing rocking, dude. I'm ready yeah. to. I'm ready to fire this up. I don't think we can see it in a wide, but it's a huge hard AF fridge. Uh, well, it's a drinking drink bros, bros fridge, fridge yeah. but uh, we're obviously going to put hard AF. And you can't see it in the wide back there, but we got to get that thing fired up and ready to go, dude. Uh, I'm down. Uh, we had our fantasy football drafts here uh, two nights ago. Uh, that was a blast. How'd you end up doing in that, by the way? Um, I think I did pretty well. I don't really give a shit about fantasy football, i got to be honest. Really? I, I don't care about football even that much. What? I, it's like a, a passing fancy. That's crazy. You know, me, but uh, I, you know, I think I did pretty well. Okay. Yeah. I've got... Um, my starters are Justin Fields, um, Christian McCaffrey, Tony Pollard, T. Higgins, Mike Evans, Darren Waller, Alexander Madison, the Packers defense, and the, the kicker from Jacksonville. Okay. And I have DeAndre Swift, Michael Thomas, Geno Smith, Dalton Kincaid, Michael Gallup, Tyler Boyd, and Jalen Warren on my bench. That's a pretty good team. Yes, it is. Yeah, we just did it for Drinking Bros Sports uh, live, and, uh, and all the drafts were had. Everybody's kind of sharing their teams around. It's getting to be that time of year for all the fantasy football stuff. And uh, we partnered up with uh, Trophy Smack. We're doing some rings this year. Uh, and you can join us in Drinking Bros Sports for all of that. But uh, I enjoy the drafts. I enjoy the hype of it, the shit talking, everything else like that. I just feel like it's another event for dudes and bros to get together and do dudes and bros shit, you know? Whether or not you're a gigantic fan or not, it's nice. We invited one lady into the league this year, and she fucked it all up, dude. She auto-drafted, and she got thrown out of the league. Oh, yeah, there's somebody who auto-drafted my league as well that needs to get thrown out. Tell me who it is, and we'll, we'll boot them. I'll tell you right now on live television. Uh, I think, yeah, it was this guy. Uh, Brandon Wilson. Vain Train to Browntown is his name, and he auto-drafted. Okay. Unless Vane he's got train. some fucking excuse. And the way I know he auto-drafted is because one of his top picks was Jonathan Taylor. And uh, he's not going to be playing until week five at the earliest. Sure isn't. Sure isn't. I wanted to ask you something about uh, Tucker Carlson, by the way. Um, There's this rumor going around. You know him, obviously, better than than we all do, that uh, he's trying to get Putin on the show for Twitter. Uh, Would you believe in that? And do you think that's a good idea? Yes, it is. That's almost i don't know if it uh i haven't heard this from anybody on his team but yes that is almost definitely happening the reason i say that is uh if you watch citizen next week next wednesday i guess Mm -hmm. um you'll see an interview i did with his biographer and yeah he's one of the things that he said in the past is that before tucker got fired fired from fox he was trying to get putin on the show to explain his really like to explain to people why he was doing what he was doing. Um, now you can call that propaganda or whatever you want, but it's no different than the propaganda from our government. At least you've got the guy on record saying something. You know what I mean? I doubt Barbara Walters cared too much or, or uh, who was the other one that kept trying to correct Trump the whole time, but he was right. Uh, oh yeah. 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 Fuck. I can't remember her name. Yeah. Jane, something or other, I think. Um, but yeah, you do the interview with famous world leaders to get to, and you ask them tough questions and see how they answer it. Mm-hmm. That's the fucking point of doing that. So yeah, of course he would be doing that. He'd be do- he, wouldn't, he would be doing the world and journalism a disservice if he weren't trying to do that. Now that he's independent and doesn't have to deal with anybody's bullshit, he should absolutely be trying to interview people like that. People like fucking uh, Xi Jinping 
anybody can get his hands on, to be honest. Yeah, they used to do that back in the day, oh, yeah. and then it kind of stopped for a while. Yeah, I mean, these liberal fucking rags will put the, the goddamn Boston Massacre kid, uh, his glamour shot up on the front of the thing. Oh, Rolling but Stone, you, yeah. But if you talk to... And, and Sean Penn can go interview El Chapo, right? Who's yeah. arguably probably killed more people than Putin directly, at least. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's like... Come on, man. Are we fucking serious here? That people because people are getting butthurt about it. Like, oh, he's just a Russian apologist. It's like, okay, well, was Barbara Walters a, a Trump apologist when she had him on and asked him a bunch of fucking tough questions? I, no, that's not what journalism is, you idiot. Yeah, I agree. I mean, look, I think it'd be fascinating to see. I just wonder if he'd actually do it. Uh, because there was a rumor before him that it was uh, Prince Harry was trying to get him on his fucking podcast, which... Would have been wild, but I guess the format was uh, talking about childhood trauma, and obviously that's a fucking hard no from him. Yeah, uh, I'm pretty sure that Vlad Putin's childhood trauma was strangling cats. <laughs> you know what I mean? When he was going through an SVR fucking alien program or some shit. The fuck out of here. Yeah, that. But but why would he ever do Harry and Meghan show in the first place? He wouldn't. He, that's not what he's into. No, I, he does like I dogs. Agree. So he does have some, there's some kind of heart. Remember when he fucking took his dog back from Xi Jinping? Yeah. Because he was holding it up by the, scr- the scruff of the neck, the uh-huh. nape. He was like, hey, man, um, I know you guys eat these, but we don't. <laughs> Give him goddamn dog back. Is that's- I, I disagree with that. What do you mean? I think a lot of dogs get eaten in Russia every day. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, but, yeah. but not by the upper class. Come on. <laughs> yeah, Bob, come on. That's poor people's shit, dude. That's real poor people's shit. Manny Pacquiao's dad ate his fucking family dog, which is why you don't talk to him anymore. Uh, but I'm looking at it here. Uh, I guess Putin is going to make a trip to China, um, which is going to be his first trip outside of Russia or an allied territory since uh, the International Crime Court well, issued a warrant for yeah, his arrest. Interpol's got a, a warrant out for him. I don't think that co- China typically cooperates with Interpol. They uh, don't. So what's the use of it then, I guess? Well, if he goes to, like, he was going to go to South Africa as well, and he, like, they, he could have gotten arrested there. Although I would love to see fucking uh, Spetsnaz or GRU or whomever he's cruising around with his security detail get into it with bitch-ass Interpol. Interpol are basically like fucking hall monitors. You know what I mean? There's no operators over there. It's like, you fucking did wrong. Come to Switzerland. Like, fuck you, Gaylord. Just take a dump on their back. Yeah, I, when I saw that, I was like, what happens in a situation like that? Do you uh, yeah, to- they, I, I can tell you what would happen is Russia would have a battle cruiser off uh, uh, offshore somewhere with fucking planes on it, and they would nuke that place if they tried to arrest their president. They don't fuck around. Yeah, because the other thing too is, do you fly after blowing uh, your your foe out of the sky? Like, are you nervous about flying then? At that, I think point? maybe you have them take a couple laps first <laughs> in the plane, just circle the airport for twenty minutes to see if that bitch goes down first. It's like a royal taste tester, but for airplanes. Oh, you you get in the plane? Uh, no, no, fly around, fly around, and then mm. I'll I'll just sit with it and I'll take it in the plane. That'd be fucking great, dude. Because uh, one would think something's going to happen here, or maybe nothing. I don't know. How old is he now? Uh, seventy, I think he's sixty-nine or seventy. I don't know what his birthday is. He is seventy. He's seventy years old. Happy birthday! Happy birthday! Actually, he's almost seventy-one. Oh yeah, he is. is. He really? October seventh yeah. is his birthday. Man, what a fucking life! Shit, dude. What a life! What a life for that guy. Saint uh, Petersburg Mining University is where he 
got one of his degrees. No and, shit. That was in 1997. He got his mining degree. What the fuck? Did, is it, did you get a parakeet when you go there? Dude, um, 97. He was already a hotshot by 97. That's a fake degree. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm sure it's, uh, what do you call it? Doctorate. Honor, honorary. Yeah. 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 The honorary doctorate there. Um, fuck, man. 71 years old. Does that guy still do it? You know, does he still live after all this shit? Who, Putin? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think he's going to be around a while. You think so? Yeah. I wonder with all the shit that, that's going on. I mean, we don't really know. You mean all the propaganda to try to make him look weak? Well, yeah. So, I mean, there was a rumor that he had cancer. He doesn't look weak now, does he? No. Now that his buddy just dropped out of the fucking air? No. Unexplained? Doesn't look weak now, does he? Maybe uh, uh, the fucking KGB guy's a little bit better than, at this than the American <laughs> media trying to do fucking propaganda. They invented fucking propaganda. Are you kidding me? Oh, fuck, dude. Yeah, because uh, allegedly he's had cancer, he's had Parkinson's, and then something else. AIDS. Yeah. Uh, restless leg syndrome or something. Yeah. Uh, he had dyslexia, which also spread to his legs. Uh, did it? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. You think he was sitting uh, sideways for a while? He was sitting cross-legged, yeah, <laughs> which is not appropriate for a man in Russia. They don't do that. They sure don't. Can you find a picture of uh, Vlad Putin crossing his legs like a lady? Because I don't think that'll exist. Ah, I wonder. He's got big old. How balls. does he sit? I mean, he's only five foot seven. So is he really? Yeah. Fuck, dude. He's got he's got tall guy energy. They say five eight or five nine, depending on who you ask, and I just assume it's five seven. Yeah. Right, because everybody I know that it's in that general height sphere is lying about how tall they are, women included. Yeah, obviously. I'm five foot one and a half. No, you're not. You're five foot tall. Yeah. Go sit, go wait in the car. You're very very tiny. Uh, do we get a pick of him, Bob? Yeah, there's the, one. Only one the, I found was like shopped. It's not like the leg crossing was shopped, but it's like this. They took a picture of him or something. You don't think and, he could do that in real life? I don't think he would. <laughs> like you want you want to splay out a little bit. It's a fucking power stance. Have He's you not read Jack Attack? Spreading in every pick. Yeah. Yeah. Have you not read Jack Attack? I haven't, dude. Yeah. It's it's Jack Donaghy wrote a book on closing business deals. Right. Did it actually come out or was it oh, just no, in the show? Oh, no, it was only in the it show. It would have been great but if they dropped it in real life. I would buy it 100%. I would buy that. As a matter of fact, he should write that, use the proceeds to pay for his upcoming trial because they are going to try to fucking try him for manslaughter. Yeah, he might need to make a lot of Who? Money. Alec Baldwin. Uh, it's well, coming back. I, yeah, I heard that. I'm not, I'm not so sure. We'll see. We'll see with that. I know they've got some forensic evidence or whatever, but it's like... I, you, they've got video of him shooting this one. No, I understand that, but it's probably still in the armor at that point. I, I think he'll probably get out of that. Uh, speaking about getting out of trials here, uh, did you see the new, uh, the latest with, with Trump? No, I don't really pay that much attention. So this there's a, there's a trial that he's supposed to appear at, and then they scheduled it the day before, Super Tuesday. Oh, yeah, 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 I saw that. In the, uh, in the primaries here, and they're, they're wondering if he can ask the Supreme Court to make a ruling on this until after the elections. Now, if you're the, if you're the leader at that point, I don't know how many primaries lead up to Super Tuesday, but if you're winning for most of these states mm. as the, the candidate for your party— and he it will. It seems like election He'll win every interference state. to me. He'll win every state up to then. That's what I think. But doesn't that seem like election interference yeah. in that point? And somebody's going to have to step the, the in. O- the only place he may not win, uh, ironically, is the first one in Iowa. He may not, because that one, it's not at one, it's not always the person you think, and two, it's not a great predictor of who ends up being president later on. They, they, there's a lot of attention on it because it's the Iowa poll, the Iowa caucus, but uh, it's not a great predictor. But anyways... That's pretty weird, and yeah, he might have 
some recourse to have that trial delayed or moved or whatever. But um, a weirder thing is how uh, I, I saw somebody post this on Twitter the other day, and I had to go back and look at each one of them myself to find out if it was true, and it is. Um, not one of these indictments have happened while Congress was in session. Now, what are the chances of that? No shit. I didn't know that. Not one. Huh. That seems like almost maybe intentional, which means that the, the Congress is somehow colluding with somebody or, you know, these DAs just know when Congress is not in session, so they're intentionally doing that. But it isn't – people don't have that idea independent of each other like Alvin Bragg and whoever the stupid bitch in Atlanta is, um, they didn't think about this individually. They talked about it. I right? agree. So like local, locally elected people are colluding together to go after a federal candidate. That seems like a problem. Regardless of what you think about Trump, that's not good. Yeah, I agree because, uh, you know, you look at this last court date uh, where he had to surrender. They made it the day after the debates. Mm-hmm. Um, now this next trial hearing is set the day before Super Tuesday which is fucking wild. Uh, And then, I don't know if you heard about New Hampshire, so the Attorney General is uh, reviewing constitutional arguments uh, that Trump can't run for president in New Hampshire, which I don't know what their state laws are or anything else like that, but how the fuck is that legal? Uh, There's a a history, at least with Lincoln, of, I'm not supporting this, but of keeping candidates off the ballot just by saying, fuck you. Is that what they tried to do to Lincoln? They did do that to Lincoln. Oh, they did? Yes. Um, I'm not sure if he's the only one that's happened to. Because he wanted to abolish slavery? Not even. He didn't even, that wasn't even his position at the time. He was just too much of a fucking lib or something for them. And so well, they were like, fuck Republican, He's a Republican. So it probably wasn't that. Yeah. I mean, it's, it was progressive at the time to abolish slavery. Classical liberal. Yeah. Now you got to turn it around, <laughs> dude. You got to turn it around. Slavery is a big deal, Bob. Okay. We've, we've been against it for a long time on this show. I'm not. <laughs> yeah i was gonna say that doesn't sound on brand at all no like look it, if you're a slave then fight back and stop being a slave man. you know manifest destiny goes in both directions you you are the author of your own misery sometimes you gotta fucking rise up <laughs> no slavery's pretty bad yeah yeah, yeah. we've it's, been against it for a while yeah you were the first Can one you imagine? who came out against rape, too, on this Yeah, show. I did. Yeah. Can you imagine if I just went on like a pro-slavery rant? <laughs> <laughs> and that's, I just start posting all that on social media. You make t-shirts, dude? Just Bring back slavery. Pro-slavery. I wonder how it stacks up today versus back in the day, percentage-wise. It's got to be less, probably. <laughs> but there's 45 to 50 million people in active slavery right now. Currently on, on, in the United States? Uh, no, on Earth. Oh, on Earth. So yeah. it's like, but there's also 8 billion people. So I wonder what that's like three or 400 years ago when there was only 2 billion people. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like what the percentage was. It seems like, because if you look at the raw, even the raw numbers from the, uh, the like Ivory Coast, the Atlantic slave trade and shit, there were 1.3 million or so black people and about 1.1 million white people enslaved either somewhere between Europe and us and then a bit in South America or between uh, or in the, in the Middle East, like Turkey and the Ottoman Empire in general had a bunch of slaves, white slaves. So it was like that whole swath through the middle of the world right there had two and a half million slaves. But that was in a time when there was, um, what, two, 2.5 billion people. So you're talking about maybe 1%. Okay. I, I don't think it's anywhere close to that now. But the, the numbers are higher. 
45 million is a lot of people. Yeah, no shit, dude. Um, no shit. Yeah, but I'm looking up this Trump thing here. Uh, it's like if all of California was enslaved, which, you know, sort of they are, I guess. But Yeah. Yeah, right now they are. Mm-hmm. Are they? Oh, there's voluntary there. If you're living there still, that's up to them. Um, that's, that's your fucking fault, in my opinion, here. Uh, but yeah, New, New Hampshire's trying to be the... They're trying to get him out, off this fucking thing. We'll see what happens with that fucking A, dude. Uh, so yeah, that I guess that primary is then. Mm-hmm. Fuck, dude. Uh, New Hampshire's a weird state anyways. Would he even get that, I wonder? Same with Iowa. Uh, yeah, it's, I, I don't know, probably not. They're pretty liberal up there. I've never been. Yeah. I've never been to New Hampshire. How is it this time of year? I heard it's lovely. I don't give a shit. That's I, a useless state. I heard the winners are Yeah, it wouldn't, wouldn't really affect his electoral count at the no. end of the day. I think they have three electoral votes. Yeah. Is that it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. No idea what's going to happen there. Uh, I did see Bernie come out and do an interview last night, though, where... Uh, he's pretty pissed off about Gavin Newsom doing this debate against uh, Ron DeSantis. That still feels weird to me. Yeah, it's like uh, stop trying to make fetch happen. Yeah, it's over, Ron. It's over. Well, not enough just for Ron, but uh, so Bernie came out against uh, Gavin Newsom and sure. said, "Don't do it," because he goes, "It looks like you're running for president, and we already have a president on the fucking ballot." Yeah. So even like socialist Bernie Sanders is all about protecting the aristocracy from outsiders. Yeah. See that? Like the guy who's been the one person from the left who's been the beacon of hope. Because I think everybody's beyond believing in Pocahontas now. They don't believe in that shit. I think everybody realizes that the squad are all just crisis actors and complete buffoons. Um, <clears throat> but the progressive left still believed in Bernie. I, I, a lot of people were angry with him. Women were angry with him for running against Hillary, mm-hmm. which is fucking funny as shit because she's been way worse on women's issues than he has in her career. Uh, and then dudes were angry, I think, that he capitulated to the DNC a little bit. But this, that's still like the great hope, the great socialist hope for that side of the fence. And even that guy, he's the main guy out there telling these two people not to interrupt Yep. What's going on behind closed doors? Over oh, yeah. Here. I mean, that's how, that's what, that's the state of American politics now. Even huh. the fucking radicals are full of shit. He told him uh, he needs to wait his turn. And uh, who gets to decide what, whose turn it is? That's what I said. Biden is fucking 82 years old. He can't form a complete sentence. Mm hmm. Uh, the other part about it was uh, he also said, uh, you know, that, that Kamala should be before Gavin Newsom if she decided to run and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, look, man. Figure it the fuck out. Yeah, there was a whole thing on that the other day. Um, I think it was Nikki Haley that said a vote for Joe Biden is a vote for Kamala Harris mm-hmm. because he's implying that he'll be dead, uh, which is probably accurate because he's old as shit. Um, and then Jamil Hill responded, this is racist. You can't even stomach the idea of Kamala Harris, a black woman being president. Like, I don't think of Kamala Harris as a black woman. I don't either. I think of her as a moron That's it. who can't fucking speak English. You know what I mean? She's fucking stupid. She's the worst politician I've ever seen. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, Anthony Weiner is probably the worst politician I've ever seen because he looks like a scumbag, and then he acted publicly like a scumbag. Can't do both. You, you, if you look like a fucking scumbag, you kind of got to ride the, the line a little bit. Um, the other weird thing, too, is he had a hot wife. Huma was hot, mm. and, uh, and he decided, no, you know what? I'm going to send dick pics to a 16-year-old. He was just Carolina. trying to ride the Clintons 
to to fame. That's all he was trying to do. So he's stupid uh, in that way. But he's not a stupid man. He's just a fucking piece of shit. Kamala Harris is dumb. Yeah. She's not a smart person. She's really fucking stupid. She can't answer basic questions. Um, can't communicate. Like the the only job that you have as president is to fucking communicate. Communicate strength both internally and externally. Make people feel okay about their situation. That's your job as president. Who the fuck is going to listen to Kamala Harris' State of the Union and feel better about themselves? Holy shit, dude. I don't know. Can you imagine? No. No, I can't. I can't. It's like fucking 300 pages. But she's right. I mean, look, because I don't think, let's say he does get elected and he's fucking 82 years old. Mm -hmm. Yeah, what's he going to last? Two years? And then, yes, she will be president at that point. That scares the life out of me, dude. Um, and they keep trying to make Nikki Haley happen, by the way, after this debate. They were like, Haley's starting to look like a real threat to Donald Trump. Oh, yeah. No, the fuck she's not. Yeah, she's getting fucking 4% of the vote now. Holy shit. This is the Daily Beast who wrote this article today. Yeah, and because they're a like, bunch of fucking leftist retards. What? Uh, and it says, is it time for Republicans to take Nikki Haley seriously? No. No. Um, so it says here she's jumped from five points uh, all the way to seven points following last week's debate. Cool. Only another fifty-two to go, and then you'll you'll match President Trump. <laughs> I watched the entire debate. She wasn't great. Mm. I mean, she had a couple of good zingers about being a woman, and that was about it because it was all dudes on the stage. There's something weird with her face that freaks me out. I don't think uh, I don't think women voters, the average female voter, not like blue hairs and shit, but I don't think the average female voter goes to the ballot box thinking about that bullshit. I think they go to the ballot box thinking about, uh, you know, can I put food on my table, which is what most people think. About. Right. They're not like, oh, she had a couple of good one-liners. Let's vote for her. That's the left did that with Hillary. Yeah. Like yeah. they, the the single most qualified candidate for president in American history, qualified exactly how, voting for uh, uh, Iraq all three times or the Patriot Act, right? Or let's say behind the scenes destroying the lives of women or husband raped so they wouldn't fucking bring down her political dynasty. Maybe some of those, right? Well, Being wrong about marriage equality, Benghazi, any of this stuff. Like, you've been wrong about fucking everything <laughs> for your entire career. I was talking to somebody about this the other day. The only thing anybody could really ding Ramaswamy with, and there's plenty to ding him on, by the way. We'll get to that in another show. But uh, the, the only thing they could ding him with at the debate was his lack of foreign policy experience. Like, excuse me, your foreign policy experience is allowing 9-11 to happen and then launching a 20-year, $8 trillion war that accomplished approximately jack shit, right? And in between there, there's Benghazi, there's uh, 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 Syria, Yemen, all the mistakes that have been made. Like, you've not done one thing right. And then, you're, then you still appeal to your foreign policy chops. It's like, I don't know, Jose Canseco talking about his defense. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I, well, I played fucking 16,000 innings like okay cool yeah but you had an error in every one of them dude you suck whenever you bring that up I always think of the baseball that bounced off his head oh, for yeah. the home run 1993 yeah over and over and over again and I love it so fucking much too. Nolan Ryan was on that team I think it was his last year in Major League Baseball too uh, was he really on the Rangers? Yeah, that's right. Because remember, I think in, you're right. In ninety, well, was it ninety two or ninety one that he threw that no hitter against Toronto? I think it was ninety one. Um, but yeah, that was his last year. He I was did. on that team. I always wonder what he said, if anything, to Conseco, right? Because he's an old Texan. He doesn't put up with bullshit. Robert no. Ventura can tell you that. I did blow with him one night in L.A. 
Uh, Seiko or Nolan Ryan? Okay. Oh, yeah, it would have been awesome if it was Nolan Ryan. It's gentler on my stomach. <laughs> it was at, uh, we were at the guy who invented the pacemaker's house. It was the biggest fucking house I've ever been mm. in my, my entire life, right? And uh, we, we were playing pool, and he was like, hey, you want to you rip some? I was like, yeah, let's, let's. I just want to do it for the story mm-hmm. of it. You know what I'm saying? And then he proceeded to just wipe the fucking floor with me in pool. I mean, he smoked me in pool. Uh, but he looks exactly like you hoped in person. You know, he's got the high jeans on and the whole shit, even when it wasn't cool anymore and everything else. And now he's got a hot ass daughter, dude, who's running the streets out there. I bet he owns stock in Jordash. Maybe. He used to wear those jeans a lot. Uh, it's, I, I'm almost positive he was wearing them at the time. Um, and I don't know if I told this story before, but I tried to try to hire him for a movie. Uh, once where it was a movie about steroids and, and wiffle ball actually but uh, we tried to hire him and his quote was too high and the agent had pitched me there were like hey dude why don't you just use Ozzy mm. they look similar dude and if you call him Jose in the movie nobody's gonna care and they'll you know just give Ozzy mm. like five grand to do it and I was like no dude people are gonna know that it's not Jose and I don't know what happened to Ozzy either you know yeah, he has he maintained the same level of physical readiness that Jose Canseco does because he's ready to go to war right now. Who is Jose Canseco? Oh yeah, yeah Well, look, I haven't no, seen him in years. He's but. still roided out still to this big. day. Oh yeah, still big. Show me a current picture of Jose Canseco. I gotta see what he looks like. He's here. a fucking like Miami meathead. He's not gonna change ever. You wonder though if it just catches up with you. No, I don't think so. The only thing that's gonna change is his chest hair is gonna turn white. But other than that, it's all gonna be the same. Does he have an Instagram? Yeah, he's got an Instagram. Uh, he's How many still, followers? Uh, not that, that many. He's a fucking beef castle, dude. damn it, dude. Is that current, Bob? Yeah, yeah what is that's his most recent picture. He looks great. What Jesus a, what Christ. What is he, like 61, 62, something like that? He's got to be, right? 59. 59. He only he's has 65K. Yeah, uh, he's, been, he's actually been banned a couple of times. Uh, I'm surprised he has anything. I think Twitter is his main account, though. He doesn't really fuck around on Instagram that much. Okay. He looks great. Oh, Here's wait. his daughter that he's proud I know, of. I know. Look at that, dude. God. Did he you put that oh, on Instagram? Did he post that? <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, he posted that. Claps. Check out my daughter's puss. On I mean, you can almost see it. I know, dude. I know. I mean, I'd like to check it out. It looks nice. She's cool. scorching hot in person. Uh, keep scrolling down there, Bob. Let's see. Let's see what else he's got like currently down there. Is that him right there? There you go. This is actually two. Look this is actually this fucking. Guy. This is three, almost three years ago to the day at this oh, point. Oh, so he doesn't really post it. Okay. Yeah. All right. I understand it then. I mean, but this is here's that's still 2020, but wow. I think this catches it. Look at that. Guy. I mean, he's a. I'm telling you, the dude's ready to go right I now. I understand. Not, not in baseball. I don't think he would even want to do that anymore. But if you like, if we were going to go down and invade Cuba right now and free Cuba, I think he'd be into it. I don't know. He got knocked out by a podcaster. Yeah, well, that doesn't mean anything. Oh, yeah. in uh, boxing? Yeah. Believe it or not, war is not just a fist fight, Dan. Yeah. It's more than that, okay? It's two fist fights. If it really two was. <laughs> <laughs> but Jose still fucking look. I'm always surprised when you do that many steroids that you just haven't kicked out yet. Like that's, you know, maybe like he, a wrestler. Maybe he wasn't on that much gas. He's a big fucking dude, man. The rumor was, dude, he was like the the godfather of gas where he knew the right doses for every single person and everybody went to him for advice. But then you don't get all fucked up later in life. If it's you do true. it the right way, there are people who take this shit for years. No, I know. And don't get we all know, fucked we up. We know a lot of them. Yeah, Hulk Hogan's one of them. 
You think he's still on fucking gas these days? He's doing yeah, a lot of podcasts. hundred percent, yeah. He's definitely taking something, yeah. Just to stay lean and shit at that age and, and to keep mass on. There's just no way he's doing. He's not working out like he used to, so he's taking something. You know what's weird, man, is we see him on all these podcasts <laughs> now. I, I, I don't want to say it was us, but I think it was us. That night we were with him, uh, with Nick Hogan, mm-hmm. and I said, hey, dude, we'd like to get your dad on the podcast. I think it'd be dope. And he's like, ah, he doesn't really do interviews anymore and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, why not? Like, I think everybody still loves Hulk Hogan, yeah. and I think he would crush. And he goes, I don't know, man. I'll, I'll chat with him about it. And then all of a sudden, boom, he pops up on Rogan and Theo Vaughn and somebody else. And I was like, oh, well, fuck you. I mean, there's only a handful of shows that are bigger than us. Those are those are the ones. But uh, I was like, God damn it, dude. I got a fucking championship belt autographed by the man hanging behind me here. Mm. You would think he would come on here. Well, Brogan's got uh, 11 million no, I know. daily listeners. I know, so I know he does. That helps, too. I know he does. Three but... times more than any show on <laughs> earth that exists. I don't mean podcasts. I mean any show on earth that exists. Well, I don't know. There's probably a new show in India that gets pretty good ratings because there's nothing else on TV. But... Maybe. But uh, no, Rogan's Rogan's definitely king. I'm just glad to see Hulk is back out there and uh, and he's doing. He's getting married again. Mm. He's getting married to another broad. That's going to be his third one. There. This is uh, it's it's this one. I got a good feeling about this one. So do I. Yeah, it's I think, usually the third one that does it. I think this one's going to work out. Ric Flair got back together with his after he was eating out that broad on a train. Well, I mean, what else are you going to do on a train? I agree. Especially if the Wi-Fi is fucked up. If you're going through the tunnel, there's no Wi-Fi at the time. you got to eat some puss, man. Did we ever show that picture on this show, Bob, of, yeah, yeah. of him going down? Yeah, we girl? showed it the fucking moment it came out. <laughs> Thank God. I just, look, I don't want to miss things like this, and I don't want the audience to miss shit like this. So if we didn't show uh, Flair giving head to that chick, I'd be pretty disappointed in all of us, to, to be honest about it. So uh, I just want to make sure here... Uh, and then we'll close it out today with um, uh, these fucking AI things, dude. These are getting creepier and creepier and getting better and better. Pull up the one of what Michael Jackson would look like today. Whoever did this was real goddamn generous with what they thought was going to happen to Michael Jackson here in the future, though. Why is he not in a prison jumpsuit? No, he's not. And they, they, he looks... I mean, I hate to say this because it's in black and white. Uh, one, because it's a pun of his <laughs> song, but two... Uh, um, because it, it does make you look better. There you go, Bob. Pop that one up on the right. That's the one that they were showing there. Uh, I don't know what the fucking left one is, but the, the, the one on the right is what... There's no way he would look like that as you get older. I mean, how old is it saying? Well, he died at what, 51? And so he looked roughly similar to the right. You'd so. have to be... He'd have to be... Uh, well, that's... The one on the left looks like his dad-ish a little bit. Um, but are they saying that's what he would look like at 75 years old at that point? The that's guy on the that's left real fucking generous. Smoking dude. a cigarette outside a convenience store. Yeah, dude. I, that's real generous. Uh, the guy on the left looks like his dad, his father. Like a little bit like his father as he got older with that scowl and all that other shit. Um, but the one on the right, like you're being real generous with that shit. Um, has anybody ever come back from really bad plastic surgery? Didn't Meg Ryan get some bad work and she's just disappeared now? She had to let it. You got to let it settle for like two years when you do shit like that. And uh, and you got to disappear completely. I think she just came back too she's soon. She's about she to do another like movie and she actually was looking pretty good. Where did I? Because you got to let it settle for two years. Yeah. Nicole she looks, Kidman did it right. She yeah, disappeared yeah. and then came back. She but, looks but great I, now. But I don't think Michael Jack, that was Michael Jackson's problem, right? No, he could never let it settle. Yeah, he. he I mean, was that? Down. You think that's what it was, or was his bad work? A, no, B. I just think he kept fucking with it. He over was a and fucking again. billionaire. He. I mean, he can certainly afford good plastic surgery. Meg uh, mm. Ryan, I think, is with uh, John Cougar Mellencamp now. 
in real life. He goes by Coog. No, he doesn't. He hated Cougar, and he got rid of it. It's just John Mellencamp. I'll call him Cougar if I see him. I fucking, 100%. I would too. I'll fight that guy in the street. I don't care. I was uh, on Instagram the other day, and I was trying to put a song with one of my stories, and uh, I typed in Cougar Mellencamp. Nothing came up, mm. and I was like, motherfucker, do I have to type in John Mellencamp? And I did, and sure enough, it popped up. But one of the albums he did was authored by Cougar Mellencamp. Yeah. yeah. So I'm not, I'm not playing that game. Uh, put that picture of this woman again. Meg Ryan. Mm, yeah, it's not bad. It's for her age. What is she probably? She's 62? 61. No, I, I, mean, I mean, I mean, the the swelling has mostly gone down. Yeah. It seems because she had like weird butthole eyes for a while. She had like a plastic face. It yeah. was too full, too tight. <clears throat> yeah, people were coming after online. You got to again. You got to sit it out for two years. My buddy Joe, Can't he's go out in a, public. Uh, uh, actually went to UT Austin. He was a uh, water polo player, but he's a gay man in LA. And uh, he thinks he's got this theory that bad plastic surgery is almost a status symbol there now amongst the boomer generation. Like if you don't have some bad mm. plastic surgery that shows you couldn't afford plastic surgery before it got good or something like that. I, I can see that. I My, think there's something to it for the maybe not for Hollywood people, but for the older rich people there. I think there's probably some to that. I understand that. My wife watches mm. all that fucking bullshit on Bravo. It's mm. all the real housewives of whatever cities they're from. Yes, it certainly does feel like that, where I'm like, God damn it, man. Everyone is trying to out-surgery themselves, mm -hmm. and if it doesn't appear as if you've had surgery, then it makes you look poor. So I understand that, where you're just like, oh, hey, yeah, if you don't look like a cartoon character or the fucking Joker, yeah. then you're a poor person, I guess. Yep. It's like the, uh, the capital from the Hunger Games, basically. Yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, it's very odd, this trend that's going on. But the good ones, like Nicole Kidman, dude, who sat it out a couple years mm -hmm. and then came back and then showed her titties in every, every episode of uh, that HBO show, you were like, oh, shit. I mean, she was waiting for that shit to settle. And then I guarantee you she went to the, the writers and were like, hey, you can go ahead and throw me in a shower and do some topless shit here because uh, I'm trying to get back on top. Yeah. You know? As soon as you saw that fake rig in the shower, you were good to go on Nicole Kidman again, and, and the interest was back. Uh, now's the point in the show here. We get to drinking bro of the week. Uh, obviously, we're, we're trying to, to pack up all of our gear here for the long trip and, uh, and see what happens with this hurricane. I don't think anybody's fucking... Yeah, the airline hasn't texted me. Um, so we'll see. Yeah. We'll see what happens here. So far, so good. Uh, and then we'll uh, <laughs> go into tomorrow. I think Delco's afraid to fly tomorrow. I think you're afraid to fly. Is it? Is that what it is? I don't like flying in general. What okay. do you, you got to live no. for? Yeah. I actually like my life. Oh, tomorrow. get out of here. That's not really? true. No, yeah. it's not true. Okay. All right. Uh, <laughs> this one is from Justin Dale from Minnesota. He's been a listener for two years. He's nominating Dane uh, Voselka. Uh, it says, good afternoon, gents. Coming to you from the great white north of Kamisoda with Governor Kim Jong Walls. Is that the, the governor of Minnesota? I don't know, but that's too many things in a row. Pick one of the fucking puns and go with it. Maybe that's what they, they're doing here. No, so uh, my drinking bro of the week is uh, Dane Vaselka alive. All right, thank God they put it all in caps. Uh, he's a great friend, uh, decent husband to his wife. Decent, <laughs> good, great friend, but a so-so husband. You know what I'd love to do to millions of people right there is just tell everybody that he's just kind of a decent husband. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's pretty much saying that he he gets uh, jacked off from time to time from you know 
teachers of his children in their class or something like that. Yeah, but he never brings home any STDs. Yeah. So it's like decent. Uh, it says, uh, decent husband to his wife, solid father. So he did say that, solid father, uh, smart entrepreneur, and a hell of a fisherman. So uh, fisherman and friend are prioritized. Fatherhood, being a husband, not so much. No, solid father's good. Solid is not Decent good. Decent husband's not great. It's not great. Uh, working in a tattoo studio with him is loads of fun. We listen daily to your show and uh, spread the good word of you fellow degenerates to all of our clients. After we completed uh, 75 hard, is that uh, Andy's, mm-hmm. Andy's sitch there? Uh, he says, uh, I've seen him push the envelope to new levels with his rod building business. Uh, you can find them on adamandeve.com. Kidding, he says. Uh, or vaselkafishing.com. Oh, it's fishing rods. All right. Uh, one of the best shafts in the biz, no homo. Dane has positivity for days and good things will come to him because he works for it. Cheers. Thanks for the DB of the week consideration, boys. And we appreciate all you do. Absolutely. Cheers. Dane Vaselka. But just, you know. If you're out there and you're sending in a drinking bro of the week, when it comes to husbands, say great husband, loving husband, uh, cup runneth over in generosity, husband, decent husband to his wife is not so great. No. Not so great there. You're going to throw him under the bus, and if the wife gets wind of it, well, you fucked him. You fucked him. But uh, we appreciate you listening to the show, kids. Uh, back at you tomorrow with uh, Drinking Bros Fake News. As always, go to iTunes, rate the show a five-star, and leave a quick review. Also, head on over to Spotify. It's just a five-star, and you can walk away. We're at almost 7,000 reviews on Apple and Spotify right now. Get us to 10,000. I'll shut the fuck up about it, I promise. For D'Anthony D'Anthony Holloway, I'm Ross Patterson. This is the Drinking Bros Podcast. Good night, everyone. Good night, everyone.